0: of you guys know what your name means? Quite a few of you. You should find out what your name means. You know why? Because you didn't get your name by accident. You might think you did, but you didn't. My name is Gregory. For those of you who didn't know, I was really stupid. <laughs> Everybody knows my name is Gregory. Pastor Ryan just said so. Um, My name means to be a watchman. That's what it means. And so I've had the privilege for almost 47 years at Osborne Neighborhood Church of being, in, in, in a lot of ways, a watchman or a watch person. You know, um, God has allowed me to be on a tower, in a sense. I'm not talking about I'm all Latin on a tower, but, but I get to see. God has allowed me to see things. He hasn't allowed me to say things because watchmen aren't allowed to say things unless they're asked. But they're allowed to see things in a distance. And they're also allowed to turn around and see things going on inside the gates. But unless the king asks them for something, shut the pie hole, right? Because it's not my job to tell what's going on. It's only my job to report as a watchman to the watch commander, so to say. But that's my name. My name is Gregory, and I'm the watchman. So I've been watching you guys. <laughs> There's no, that's right. So let me get to this thing. Brought my Bible, probably won't open it, but it looks good. today I'm going to um, talk about a few of my favorite things that I, over the years about the about scripture and stuff like that uh, one of the first things I learned as a as a believer was that God is omniscient and I, and I, I caught that out of um, out of Genesis I think chapter nine I'm not sure but I think chapter nine what But Abraham asked God the question, won't the God of all the earth do right or do justice or be just? And that's the answer, of course, is yes. And so over the years, I've gathered scripture and and I kind of like put it in my pocket in a sense of I want to take that with me. I like that. That's some good stuff. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, the judge. Of all the earth will do right. The judge of all the earth in your situation will do right, will do justice, will be just, will do justly. That's his nature. That's that's his divinity. That's what he will do. He can't deny himself. He will read all kinds of stuff. I like read I like reading the Bible. Sometimes I'm sometimes maybe I'm too hard on you guys about you need to read this thing because here it is. But let me tell you a little secret. Jesus took the time to bleed. You should take the time to read. Right? That's some, that's some seriously precious blood that hit the ground for our sakes. And if you can't take the time to read, something's missing. You're, you could, You could have a five-year plan. You could have a two-year plan. You could have a one year plan, but read the scripture. It don't get you into heaven, but it'll create a relationship. It'll create an understanding as to who is God. You know, who is God? Is a, these guys died writing this book. You know, they gave up everything to write this book and it's important to them. This is a love letter. That's what it is. It's a love letter. Some of it's hard, some of it's harsh. Some of it is like, what? Whoa. (laughs) God did that? God said that? God is doing these things, but that's God. He's God and you're not. He can do whatever he wants to do. Whenever he wants to do it, how he wants to do it. Because it's his business, not mine, not yours. You don't have nothing to do with it. I mean, you do kind of in a way. We partner with him. But he doesn't wait and say, okay, Greg, tell me what I should do. Oh, you don't like that? Okay, I won't do it. You know, it's, that's, that's like, I can't say that up here. I was going to say that. <laughs> that's backwards. <laughs> there are scriptures that I live by. And over the years, I've gathered quite a few of them. And I, and I use them because it's important on how you're going to live, how you're going to fill your life up. I only got 15 minutes. Oh, my goodness. I'm not going to go over. I'm not going to go over. I've never gone over. <laughs> <laughs> Turn sideways. I want to see your nose. <laughs> I think your nose is growing. <laughs> So I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to skip a lot of stuff. But, I, you know, something that's very important to me is honor. I think we should honor our children. You know, the Bible says, children, obey your parents and the Lord because this is right. Do yeah. you know there's a scripture that follows that? Anybody know what it says? That's what the part I'm talking about. Not so you live a long life. But it says fathers, don't exasperate your children. Sometimes you, why are my kids going off the rail? Well, maybe you're treating them bad. Maybe you're being disrespectful for your kids. That's not the right word to choose. That's not the right word to use. Disrespect, I mean, little mighty might don't deserve respect. He's just a little bit of nothing. (laughs) You know, it's not a respect thing. It's an honor thing. It's a, you brought this child into the world and you should treat him like he's special or she's special because you are special. You're my, you're my little sweetie. <laughs> Even though you're not mine, you're mine. You know, my sons, I tell my sons I am proud of them all the time, don't I? Thanks. <laughs> 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 but they are, they're special to me. I'm so proud of my sons. When their mom passed away, and in the process of, of, of Janet passing away, these guys had so much honor and love for their mom. It was amazing. It just, you know, they, they learned something, they, they knew something. When Christopher was like five years old, we came in church one Sunday night and Ray Saverne, very few of you know him, but he had um, Lou Gehrig's disease. And so he was, he was losing in coordination and stuff like that. And we would walk, we, we came in and we walked by him and, and people just didn't know what to do. And, you know, you kind of, you know, you, you, you get in these, what you think is an awkward situation. And Christopher walks right over to Ray Severn, and he goes, and Ray's in his wheelchair and his arms are all bent up and Christopher goes, it's like a little fight. kid, and he gives Ray this, he gives Ray this hug, and I was like, yes. Shame on us, but man, he figured it out at five years old. He figured it out at five years old. We have so much to give. We should be so proud of who we are. God is proud of you. God likes you. He actually likes you. <laughs> Most of the time. Not all the time. He don't like you all the time. Ask Moses. Moses and him are arguing. And Moses says, I don't want them. He goes, I don't want him either. <laughs> and they're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, and God, God finally takes them because Moses is not taking them. So God finally takes them. But God loves you with an undying love. Yeah. He just yeah. loves us. Yeah. He, he just loves us because he loves us, because he's a God of love. Yeah. Andrew is finally switching his phone over to himself. And not of my name. <laughs> so he came over. We're trying to work this thing out. We can't work it out because the phone company sent us all over the place. So we finally got it figured out. And so Andrew's leaving out the house. He's going to get in the car. And so I said, I love you, son. Bye. And I go over to give him a hug. And he walks right past me. And he hugs Catherine. <laughs> I was so proud. <laughs> I'm serious. No, I'm serious. I was so proud that he has such respect for Catherine that he goes, wait a minute, Dad, Amen. I'm gonna give you this hug. Well, first I'm hugging Catherine. First I'm hugging her, and that's the, and I, I he bumped me as he went by it, but I was so so I was so proud of him that he did that. I thought, you know what? I, I think I might have did something right. I might have raised my my young men, my sons, to make good choices. To do the right thing. We had, I opened the door for Catherine. This will make all of you guys, all the men upset, maybe the wives too. I opened my wife's door. If she opens her door, that's a no-no. And if she, if she opens the door, she hasn't come open my door twice. <laughs> and so she doesn't open her door. She'll sit there, and she'll wait. Which is fine with me, because I want to open her door. Yeah. Because I want to honor her like that, guys. Amen. <laughs> It's not too late. (laughs) Open your wife's doors. Because it just, it it, it seems like it has benefits. Open her door. You know, because that's that's honor. That's honor. This is my buddy right here. We go out and have lunch. I mean breakfast probably once a month. And we just talk and get stupid and just have a good time. It's so my buddy I've known him for probably 30 years, maybe, yep, somewhere on there. But Glenn is my buddy. We just we we go fishing and we do. Used to, we used to play basketball together before we started losing teeth and turning gray and <laughs> hair going bald and couldn't walk and stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, the the point I'm trying to make is. There's honor, there's respect, there's love, there's kindness, there's gentleness, there's all these things that we should be working on because God put them in place for us to do it. I want to also say something else. We pick up, Jennifer calls me Papa Greg, Jennifer Atkinson. She calls me Papa Greg. I call her too, oh, hi, Papa Greg. But anyhow, she has a daughter, Leilani, you guys know her, and um, just goes along with the, the car opening, door opening thing. And so we picked up from church, from school one day, and we're going to take her to the um, get her hair done. And and when she, she when we got there, she started to get out of the car, and, and Catherine goes, "What are you doing?" <laughs> she goes, "I'm out. She goes, "No, you're not." She goes, "Greg can you come over and open your door." And you know what? Greg came over. Greg went over there and opened her door and let her out. And she was kind of like laughing. She was, even, she was kind of a little bit embarrassed and stuff like that. But we we're trying to show her if a guy can't open a door for you, tell him to kick dirt. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. Amen. This is my goddaughter. Also, your sister. Yes. Open the door for her.
1: <laughs> open
0: the door for your mom. Serious. I'm serious. It's a heart attack. I'm serious. I'm serious. Open. It's just. It just has so much benefit. It just has so much benefit. It's just practical stuff. Walking down the road of life, reading the scriptures, find out what the heart of God is. You know, because it's not just reading the scriptures. I know what the scriptures say. I've read the Bible lots of times. Backwards, forwards, start in the middle, go this way, go that way. You're just... You know, but, but there's life in the scriptures. There's more life in the scriptures if you read it than there is in the scriptures if you don't read them. Because you're missing a part of what God is saying. Amen. And if you don't know what he's saying, how can you conduct all of your affairs? How can you really know God? Amen. How can you do that? You can't do it. Sometimes it's mechanical. This morning I read Jeremiah, and I was about bored out of my mind. I yeah. was <laughs> like, why am I reading this? You know, you read through Leviticus. Who begat who? Who cares? <laughs> Has nothing to do with nothing, except for the discipline of reading the Scripture and find out there's a reason why God put it in there and had it in there. But it's just that it's just that thing of uh, reading the Scripture. I went, or well, we went Friday to um, what's the name? Faithful Central. Faithful Central Bible Church, and we went to a part one of their buildings called um, the the living room. And we went to a comedy show. And I laughed so hard that I'm thankful that I went to the bathroom before the show started. (laughs) I had tears coming out of my eyes. I could not, I could, I mean, I was almost on the floor. The laugh, it was so funny. Live. Enjoy life. I'm working up to something here and I, got, I still want to try to. I'm probably going to. Ooh, this is good, not good for me. I'm going over. <laughs> I needed that so much. I hadn't laughed like that in I don't know five years, six years. I don't know. It's been I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm serious. I had not laughed. When's the last time you laughed? I mean, to about the place you almost going to pass out, <laughs> laughing. What if, what if you What if you allowed yourself in Christ Jesus? Because we're just so cool. We're just so stoic. We're just so holy. We're just so righteous. We're just so, you know, whatever that we can, you know. We just can't do that. You can laugh in church. I've made you laugh a little bit today. It's okay. God likes to laugh. God likes to have fun. God likes all of these things. God's not some prude sitting up in the sky. Nobody wants to be bothered with a God like that. God's a happy dude. Shouldn't shouldn't call him a dude, though, because that's very disrespectful. But he's a happy God. Happy are the people whose God is the Lord at the same time, too. We should be just as happy. We should be just as excited of who we are in Christ Jesus as he is. Because he's excited about us. He sees what his son has done for us. And he's excited about it. He's excited about it. We laughed and we laughed and we laughed. And it was just amazing. And They didn't play any Christian songs. They didn't play any Christian songs. They didn't open in a prayer. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but I tell you what, them people was full of the spirit of God just like we are when we do all those other things. I'm not knocking either one. All of them are great. Do, when, do it. it. It's good. you know. But you don't have to be in pain because you didn't sing a Christian song or a worship song or something like that, but it's also good if you do. You know, it's also good if you do. If you do, I mentioned that I was, I um, have lots of scriptures, but obviously I'm not going to do them all. One of my life message scriptures is, is in, I believe it's in Corinthians, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. Stand firm in your faith or in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. Because there's a lot that we do. We do all kinds of stuff. Let it be done in love. Because it will check your own spirit if it's done in love. And then you won't be so angry. You won't be so mean. You won't be so judgmental. You won't be so critical. You won't be. You will be more like Jesus. Because the things that Jesus did, he did in love. You know? When he turned over the chairs and tables and stuff like that in the temple, you know what he did it in? He did it in love. You know, Scared the other guys. Like, what's this dude doing? But he did it in love. He didn't do it out of spite. He didn't do it out of any of those things. Be strong in the Lord in the strength of his might. I I I, I just have so many scriptures that I just, I wake up and every day I say, unto thee, O Lord, I lift up my soul to trust in you. Let me not be afraid or ashamed. Let not the enemy triumph over me or my wife or these two young men or the other three young men. Don't let it happen. Every day I say that. Every night I say that. Might sound kind of religious, might sound kind of mechanical or whatever, but I tell you what, I mean it. I mean it. That's part of me being a watchman. So part of me being a watchman is that, oh, let me me say this. I've had a lot of operations lately. (laughs) New hips, colonoscopy. Getting old is kind of weird. (laughs) But it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Guarantee it. You can't guarantee everything, but if you live long enough, you're going to get old. Ain't nobody doubt it. You're going to get old. My eyesight's not as good. I'm gonna say this kind of like in a spiritual way and also a physical way. I can't see as well. I used to have 2015 vision. I used to be able to read the little type on that thing back there when I was younger, without glasses. I can't hardly see my son now without these glasses. And I'm saying that for for a reason. I'm up on the tower, but I'm stepping off, and not gonna be on the tower anymore. I, I called Pastor Ryan August 28th and I said you know Ryan I'm gonna retire from the ministry and and so we talked about it Ryan zipped up to the house really quick I don't know how, I think he might have broke a few laws getting there <laughs> Ryan's not a slow driver <laughs> the police get out of the way <laughs> And, and a lot of it is, a lot of it, I, 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 know, I know God's speaking to me and he's saying, you know, Greg, it's time to get off the tower. It's time to stop being a watchman. It's time to, to pick another course, choose another course. It's time to um, go on another route that I'm going to take. I don't know what that route is. We don't know what that route is. Um, we have kind of ideas and stuff like that. But, uh. God is, God is moving us in, a, in kind of like in another direction. So um, this will be my last sermon. Um, I'm looking forward to, we're looking forward to what God has. Because just because you're retired, you can't really retire as a Christian. Because um, Lauren Cunningham of Youth and Mission said this, you are either a missionary or a mission field. That's what you are. That's a 100% correct statement. I'm either going to be a missionary or a mission field. And you get to choose which one you are. You know, so I'll always, I'll I'll always, I love people. I love, I love young people. I love being in people's lives. Um, I love Pastor Ryan. I love his family. They're just, I, I just think you guys are just almost as cool as me. Which isn't very cool, by the way. <laughs> I am so thankful I've had such a great life. I, God has blessed me from 1976 up until this time. My sight isn't as good. my sight on the tower isn't as good. Someone needs to take my place. Someone else needs to to it's a young man's game. Leading church facilities and, and congregations and stuff like that is not for the faint of heart. I would not want his job. That's that's not a funny thing to say. It is it is it is not an easy job. You have to go through a lot of garbage to get what you need. And it's not an easy job. But we're looking forward to want to do some visiting and see what's going on in other church bodies and stuff like that. I'm just being real. We'll be here most times or often. Um, we'll continue to do hospitality and stuff like that. And, and I'll continue to say hi to you guys and give you hugs and stuff like that too. But I just, I'm just looking forward to another chapter in our lives. Uh, and so I just really love you guys. You know, I'm so thankful for the body of Osborne. I've always been treated with honor and respect. You guys have watched out for me. Lois has watched out for me for, or has known me since 1975. There's, you know, um, the Gearharts have been my friends. The Hunts have been my friends. Um, Jose has been around, have been my friend. Um, most people are gone. Kathy's been my friend. Like I said, Glenn's been my friend. You guys have, were in my college group. <laughs> <laughs> I taught the pre-little guys that blow snot boogers out their nose. <laughs> all the way up to older people. I've, I've, I did ministry at prison for 10 years. I've just done it. I've done it all. And now it's time to, to um, rest a little bit, to enjoy. I enjoy life, but enjoy a different part of God's kingdom a little bit. So I hope you guys will, will um, walk with me in that and, and encourage me in that and um, uh, hopefully not be too mad at me for saying what I just said. You shouldn't be mad at all. If you are, I really don't care. So. <laughs> but keep it real. Right? Keep it real. Tell the truth. That's kind of a funny truth, but... It's, I just, you know, God picked me up out of the, out of the scum bucket and, and placed me in his place. And the Bible says, grow where you're planted. And so this is where God planted me. Little black kid in his white church, black young man in his white church. But this is where it, God could have dropped me somewhere else, but he didn't. He planted me here. He dropped me here. And so I stayed here. And I have not disliked one moment of it. It's been great for me. It's been security for me. It's been shelter for me. It's been everything I could ever hope for has been in this place. This is my home away from home. Always has been, always will be. I've never been away from this place. Since 1975, I've not been away from this place except for the two years I went away to Bible school. Other than that, I've never been away from this place. I don't even know what the other vineyards look like. I don't. Just maybe passing through at one time or or another, but I'm so thankful. I just feel like one of the most blessed people on the face of the earth. And there's hardship. There's pain. There's suffering. There's there's selfishness on my part. There's all kinds of stuff. But God is. He is. God is. And He cannot deny Himself. And He will not deny Himself. And so we look forward to what God will give us. I just, I am, I am, I have just been the most blessed. Ryan thinks he's God's favorite. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I, <laughs> There's no idea. <laughs> but, then I need to stop because the problem with pastors, they don't know in shut up. You all are God's favorite as favorites go. But God says about Jesus, this is my beloved and whom I am well pleased. So here's his favorites, us, and here's his beloved Jesus. And we, we shouldn't get it mixed up, you know, because we bow down to Jesus, you know. And he's God's real favorite. He's God's real favorite. He's the apple of God's eye. He's the one that is sacrificed for us, that we might have life and have it abundantly, that we might enjoy the fruits of his labor, not the fruits of our labor. His He is Always, always, always the best that possibly can happen to us. So let's pray. God, you are good, and your mercies endure forever. Jesus, how could we ever expect not to be overwhelmed by your love? There's no one like you. We have so much because of you. We pray your spirit would guide us, that you would use us for your glory, that you would teach us your ways. And that we would follow hard after you just like the deer pets after the water. That we would search for you. Because you promise if we do, we will find you. That we would know that we are beloved. And that we are loved by you. That we will not put ourselves down and sell ourselves short. But that we would know that we are. Hidden in Christ. And that makes us partakers of the divine covenant. And so we thank you, God of creation, God of eternity, that you took the time to give yourself for us. And we are in awe of who you are because of your greatness. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you need prayer or something like that, let us, there's people that can pray with you. Not at you, but with you and for you.
1: Before Greg steps off the the platform, I just want to show him what time it is. All right, 12.10. I love it, I love it. I made Randy take that clock down. <laughs> but what I'm going to, really quick, I'm never long-winded, so it'll be super quick, right? Um, I'm going to have, just a second, I'll have Greg go and greet all of you as you leave here, because I know a lot of you want to give him a hug, and he'll say bye whenever he wants to leave, because he'll just do that, I love that, so he won't be stuck up here. Um, but I want to make sure you know, in two weeks, the plan is, not next Sunday, in two Sundays, we're going to have a retirement party. We're just going to celebrate and have, we don't really do potlucks anymore. We'll figure out the food situation. I don't know what we're doing yet, but I'll let you know. But in two weeks, right after service, we're going to go in the fellowship hall and just celebrate Greg and just send him off with high celebration. But I, I'd be lying to you if there wasn't a part of me that's, that's still kind of processing Greg leaving. I've known for a month and it, there's still a sadness because I love this man so much. But I love that, as what Jen was saying during worship, at the same time, I declare to my emotions and my thoughts that this guy isn't going anywhere. He lives in Silmar. He lives within walking. distance is my house. He's not stepping down from being one of my good friends. He's not stepping down from being my brother in Christ. He's not stepping down from being someone that I can call and say, hey, Greg, I know you're not the pastor anymore, but I just need to talk to you about something that I'm going through. He's not stepping down from being who Greg is. Greg will always be Greg, and he will always be Papa Greg. And I think for me, I don't, like I'm trying, I'm trying to make this long-winded, but I also want to be obedient to the Holy Spirit because, ah, as I said, we were reading about, I read from Hebrews, don't let a root of bitterness. I just want to be so careful. I want to honor Greg because the way he's stepping down from a pastoral title, I don't want to get emotional. I don't want to make this bitter. I don't want to make this... I didn't realize, just even as we were praying earlier this morning, I didn't realize some hurt I've had from other people stepping down for me to pastor this church. And I love them to peace. They were here in this room. I would run and give them a hug. I love them deeply. But I'd be lying to you that the way they stepped down, it brought some hurt into my life. But the way this man is doing it, he's brought no hurt whatsoever. He just sheds honor on me. And I'm so thankful that everyone in this room gets to see a wise man of God do something in a good way, full of honor and gratitude and health. There's just so much health to who Greg is. And you are allowed to be sad that he's no longer the pastor here at Osborne. You're allowed to have those sads, but I hope you see there's no bitterness. There's, it's just, it's health in every way. And I just, as we're, as we're going to close in a worship song, I told you Greg's be back, you can greet with him but I felt like I needed to share that, not just for my own sake, but there's someone in this room that maybe you've had a dad walk out on you in your life. Maybe you've had someone that you loved and you respected walk out and it wasn't done in a healthy way. Here's a living example of Jesus, shifting roles, shifting doing something, but he's not walking out. He's not stepping down from being a man of God. And just during this worship time, I just felt like I was supposed to extend it for someone. Maybe it's more than someone. Maybe it's just myself. I just need to thank God that he'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. That he is a good shepherd, and I can trust him. I can trust him. I can trust him. That Greg, he's just like me. He's human. He's capable of letting us down. But Jesus will never let you down. And someone just needs to take that to the bank today. They just need to come forward, spend time. Maybe you don't even need prayer for the people. You're just saying, I received that word for myself. I need the love of God to come over me, and I'm just overwhelmed and undone. And I trust in you, Jesus. I trust that you'll never leave me. No matter what hurt and pain, I'm letting go of that bitterness, and I'm trusting you with the sweetness in my heart. I'm leaving today with the sweetness In my heart, I will be the sweetness and the aroma of Christ. And Greg is just an example of Christ here today. So just as an example, I'm just going to look Greg in the eyes, and I'm going to thank Greg. Like some of you just need to thank Jesus for being a good shepherd, for being a good pastor, for being a good dad, for being a good papa. Some of you, Jesus is your papa, and you need to thank him for being your papa today. And I'll stop it there. Greg, thank you for being a good brother. Thank you for being a good papa. Thank you for being a good uncle. Thank you for being a good pastor. Thank you for being a good friend. I love you, and I thank God for you. Love you too. (laughs) So we're way over time, but we're going to sing one last worship song. Greg and Catherine are going to go in the back. You can greet them, love on them. If you want to come forward and get ministry, that's available too. Love you guys. Best Sunday ever.